Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Ford FX helps students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. All right! All right! right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's... In the bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What a Doug Gottlieb show in the bonus. Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. We got our five most interesting things that happened this weekend we'll get to. You'll hear from Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Oh, nobody thought the Chiefs would win. That was Travis Kelsey, right? Okay. Uh, Troy Aikman. Uh, was on the Dan Patrick show. Callan Cowherd uh, had some interesting thoughts on the Eagles defense. Greg Jennings had something interesting to say about Jalen Hurts. Uh, let me give you my thoughts on the Super Bowl. I have plenty of them. If you listen to the radio show, if you listen to this pod, the radio show follows it in, in the podcast in terms of uh, in order of, of how it populates. So let, let's get to it. Um, I think there are several stats which are misleading, right? The Eagles dominance in terms of time of possession the first half a good portion of it was Jalen Hurts fumbled, picked up, run back for a touchdown. So they had back, they had back, back drives where they're on defense. They were never on offense. Additionally, the Chiefs scored rather easily, rather quickly on both their first and um, I get, believe it's last drive of the half. So part of it was they were they were running tempo, and it caught the Eagles a little bit off guard. So in a battle of styles. Uh, that was one of the reasons the stats look like that. I would also point out that the long halftime probably helped the Chiefs, not just in terms of adjustments, but getting those guys on defense to catch their breath. And then the second half, they they dominated. Um, I thought Jalen Hurts was good. You could absolutely win with him, better than I thought. The A.J. Brown catch was not a great throw. Um, he's not. It's not really like he's reading it, seeing it, throwing it. It was uh, throw it up to a guy in double coverage and take a chance. And A.J. Brown is that good and that big and was able to make an adjustment, whereas the safety on the play lost the ball turning around. But it was actually in better position. Had outside leverage, ball's thrown outside. You know, if he sees the ball, he probably catches the ball and it's an interception. 
but that's not to take away a Jalen Hurts. There's a lot to get to. Um, I did think that the one of the reasons the Eagles struggled so much defensively is they haven't played against good offensive teams. That's it. Or the best quarterbacks, the best offenses. They're all in the AFC or the ones in the NFC they played against didn't have their starting quarterback uh, when, when they played. Didn't have their backup even going back to last week. And isn't it interesting that Bradbury got caught holding and if you go back and you listen to Debo Samuel on a different podcast, I believe last week, he said their back end, specifically Bradbury, um, he used the term I won't use. I think he called him garbage or trash. It's just not as not not great. But it felt like the Chiefs could and would score every time they got the football. And one of the things lost in the discussion over the Eagles last night was before the game-winning drive and the questionable uh, defensive holding call, it wasn't questionable in terms of did he hold him, it was questionable in terms of do you call it. Um, the Eagles had the ball and they went three and out and punted the football. And, and therein kind of lies the whole question about Jalen Hurts, question about good quarterback as opposed to elite quarterback, which is game on the line, can you go get points? Game on the line, can you go get points? Uh, some of the old Eagles issues, not just back into their defense, but also their special teams, which has been a mess all year. Bad punt leads to a game, what felt like a game-changing game-changing punt return that could have been for a touchdown. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And then there's Rihanna. And I actually think the Rihanna thing is a great snapshot of how and why social media sucks and can't be used as a good guide for <laughs> anything that's taking place. The, the, the two things that came out of social media that have nothing to do with football are one, Terry Bradshaw uh, asking um, um, yeah, asking Andy Reid to waddle over here. Right here. Here's Terry Bradshaw, by the way. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. <laughs> Congratulations, Andy. Yeah, that, that's somehow seen as, oh, how it's offensive. How do you're fat shaming Andy Reid? Like, OK, you take that and then any sort of healthy, you know, Rihanna was OK. Sort of criticism. I wouldn't go as far as uh, did you see. Uh, Former President Trump said it's the worst halftime show ever. I don't believe that to be the case. Um, but any sort of honest critique of, you know, hey, the, the stages and the floating stuff was really cool. And she hit just about every one of her songs, even Bitch Better Have My Money, which was Better Have My Money. That didn't really work, but I, I get it, which you can and can't do. I, I don't know why that was on the song list. I guess you had to have it there. I don't know. Anyway, any sort of healthy critique of it is you're a hater. You're old. You don't get it. Okay. Remember, uh, everybody's offended on social media. By the way, Terry Bradshaw, also heavy. Terry Bradshaw, who calls himself fat and dumb and is clearly uh, friends with Andy Reid. This is the same Andy Reid who, uh, I believe, for his birthday, the team delivered him a cheeseburger which he celebrated and put all on, like, the guy's pretty well aware of his weight. And it's not an issue for him, so it shouldn't be an issue for you. It's just a you issue. And Rihanna, she's pregnant. It was okay. Wasn't her normal energetic self. She just kind of stood there, kind of felt like she mailed it in. Um, the stage was awesome. The background dancers, the choreography, all of that was great. But she was pregnant and clearly didn't feel like, you know, moving around all that much. I'd never been pregnant. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I wouldn't have been up on that floating uh, stage before getting onto, onto the regular stage if I was pregnant either. I think she was, it felt like she was uh, strapped in there. If you look, you know. But I don't know, that's my takeaway. Uh, Jay Stu, what'd you think of halftime? Um, I want to uh, promote the fact, preview the fact that John Ramos has a different opinion than us. So I, oh. 
we we definitely got to feature that. All right, so um, yeah, the whole Rihanna thing is that. So you know, um, I like I don't know if you did, but I like many people kind of went out um, after the the halftime performance and said something along the lines of that was uh, low energy, and she was going through the motions. And so the the immediate response is, you know, dude, she's pregnant. And my thing is this. She knew she was pregnant. She, I'm, I'm guessing she knew she was pregnant three months ago. Um, if Rihanna would have just come out and been like, you know what? I'm going to have my second child. It's amazing. Um, but I'm going to allow somebody else to do the Super Bowl show this year, and I'll, I'll hit you up next time. Nobody would have faulted her at all. Um, so instead, she chose to not tell anybody she's pregnant, have some weirdly thinly veiled uh, announcement that she's pregnant by, by, by pointing to her pregnant stomach or something. And then do a very kind of slow motion performance. Um, the takeaway from that, there were a lot of takeaways, but one of them was, man, she played all the hits. Like, like you're going to give her credit for just having a really good catalog. That's fine. She has a great catalog. But I thought this was about the performance. And I, I know everybody lip syncs. I get that. Lip syncing is a part of this whole thing. But she would just brazenly stop lip syncing in the middle of a vocal track. And I, I thought that was a good example of just how much she really was like putting into this. I don't know. I I guess I'm overly critical of this stuff, but I was underwhelmed. Let's put it that way. And I don't think I should be criticized for saying that. I mean, you could you could judge a performer based on their performance. <laughs> Isn't that what the whole thing's about? Uh okay, in, in terms of the lip syncing. Um, I believe a good portion of that is so they don't need the delay, right? I'm, I'm almost positive it's so they, part of it is so they don't need the delay. But also part of it is, you know, some of these performers, they're singing and they're dancing so much, it's really hard to sing. I prefer true singing. Uh, Whitney Houston's famous national anthem was lip-synced. Okay, so we there, there have been other times in which there have been great performances pregame. Obviously, like the first thing is, if you say that's the greatest halftime ever, then you should li- really never talk about halftimes. Like, just go like, okay, sorry, I got caught up in the moment, or I'm just, it, I'm just not equipped. Because if you j- just watch a clip of Prince in the rain playing Purple Rain, and again, I don't know if Prince is the greatest ever. It's the best I've seen, and it was real live music, and he's really playing. And it was in the rain and he's playing purple rain and he's an incredible musician. Like if you just do those two, you're like, okay, this is not really close. It's not really close. The energy part is the part that like, you you know, you're not doing us a favor, just kind of going through your tunes. So, and like, this is an issue. If you want to say, Hey, she was pregnant. Then you're admitting the performance wasn't that good. Right. Aren't you? Exactly. That's exactly it. Well, hey, she's pregnant. Okay, so wasn't that good? Okay. You know, I'm with you. I, the second I found out I was pregnant and I'm her and I look at the calendar, I'm like, you got to call up, not just Fox, NFL, Pepsi, right? Because they really control the whole thing, right? They do the halftime sponsorship and just go like, look, I, I got to opt out of this deal. Or have somebody else on stage with you, Jay-Z for any of the songs you have. Like have other people with you so they can help carry it because... Hey, you're pregnant. And it's, by the way, not a sign of weakness. It's just the reality. You have another human being growing in your stomach, right? 
So like, I haven't had that. I don't know what that's like, you know, but if you choose to perform, it's a lot like the, Hey, if you choose to show up to play, then you play. Then you go after it. Uh, Ramos, what do you think? I agree with all that. I, I, I'm just saying, all I said to Jason was that I didn't have high expectations for that. She did exactly what I thought she was going to do, which is sing her songs. She moved around, and I liked her songs. My daughter was singing along, so obviously she was grabbing a hold of her with the music. Was and, your daughter disappointed she didn't say, bitch, better have my money? <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't even know that song, and since my daughter told me what it was, I'm like, oh, I don't think you can say that, but I, I guess she either used another word or... They no, she just didn't out. have any, any other word. Okay. It was just better have my money. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fine with me. I, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't, like you said, it was nowhere near Prince and, and even Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. I mean, those, those girls really yeah, did their amazing. thing out there. Um, but it was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, but you're 100% correct about, like, the pregnancy part of it. Like, if you, if you feel like you can't give 100% because you're pregnant, then you just need to. In bow out. Literally, no one would ever question you. No, they wouldn't. They'd be just like, "Hey, no we got one it. would ever question you." We and understand. Here, and here, here, here's a real thing, a real discussion. Okay, and I, I understand between bond between mother and child is really hard, but we work in an industry where you have mothers who, when they leave home and leave their kids, especially when they're babies, they'll talk about like, "Oh, how hard it is for moms to leave their child." Like, hey, you know, uh, it's hard for us too. <laughs> Right. Like literally. And I don't think I've ever told you guys this. One of the reasons I left ESPN for CBS was I was I was in the process of negotiating an extension at ESPN. I had an offer from CBS and I my my house in Canton, Connecticut had a playroom and I was off for a couple of days or whatever. I was trying to figure some things out. And in the morning I went in and I gave my son a kiss before I walked downstairs. You know, he was like, what was he at the time? This is in 2012. So uh, spring 2012, maybe late spring. So he was three years old. So I'll never forget. I gave him like a kiss. It was back when, you know, before they really know how to kiss sometimes, like open, like he just came in with open mouth, like full suction on your face. Anyway, and his thing was like, every time I would leave the room, he would say, daddy, go work. And I just, re- like to me, it was like, man, dad's working too much that he thinks every time you say, I'm going somewhere. It means you're going to work. So my my thing is this, like I completely understand how it feels to leave a child at home. I I can't really understand what it would be like to be pregnant. And, but it's a, no one would ever question you if you just go like, Hey, you know, when I accepted this deal, I wasn't pregnant. Now I am. And it's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest sporting event in America. I want to put my best foot forward. But instead, it's you went out there and performed, and it was okay. It wasn't bad. I don't think it was bad. Is that okay, Jason? Are you okay with that? It wasn't bad? Exactly. And and she has a great catalog of songs. So you she's, were always going to be entertained awesome. by the music. Rihanna is awesome. But that's not full Rihanna, right? That's not full Rihanna. I had higher expectations than you did, uh, John. And... You know, then when she was pregnant, I was like, man, she's really just kind of walking around. And well, obviously she she thought of it. Right. She she pulled down her her movements and the way she normally does her thing, because obviously I 
assume it's because she's pregnant. She understands like, hey, I can't be jumping around and and going crazy. I have a, a child in, in me. And so she obviously pulled back her performance due to that. So she also had it in her mind like, I can't do everything I can do. So it wasn't just us assuming she can't do it. She also in her mind, and you could tell there were times when she was just kind of move, moving very, very slow and uh, just trying to do a couple of things here and there. So she obviously in her own mind said, look, I, I, I don't want to jeopardize anything here. So I'm just going to kind of make some moves a little bit. And so if she's doing it, then I don't think there's any problem with us mentioning that she had a, a, a slow time out there. Mm. Mm. What's the downside of, of uh, revealing that you're pregnant? in the weeks leading up to this. If anything, that would have made the performance a little bit more impressive if we had known, if we had that expectation. I showed Sarah her meet. She came out in a media conference, right, Doug? Like a day before or two days before that she had a media conference. She came out and she looked like she was covering of herself, knowing that if she did come out normally, that somebody would probably notice she was pregnant. So I don't know what the end result in that yeah, is. What's the big surprise? Why the surprise? It's a weird one. I don't know. Then you do the hand on your belly thing, which is the, oh, she's pregnant. Like, yeah, we could kind of tell, but obviously, like, you don't want to ask. You don't ask her when she's pregnant because we're like, no. Twitter was funny because they were like, hey, if she doesn't say it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it. Like, to be rude and inconsiderate, like, okay. (laughs) I mean, I think you're saying everything 90% of the country is thinking at the same time. So I don't think anybody's rude and inconsiderate, but. No, no. Um, I thought the Fox broadcast was really good. Um, you know, Kevin is very, Kevin Burkhardt is very understated. You know, I don't think he's not what you, your traditional big game broadcaster and that's okay. Uh, I thought Greg Olson was once again, really, really good. I I'm, I'm interested in if I know sports fans liked him because he actually gave a lot of true analysis. The, The problem is that we've been told for a long time, at least those of us who are broadcasters that at that level, you kind of got to dumb it down a little bit, but you know, he talked about switch releases and some of the other things like he got very insightful, very in depth. And I thought it was really good. I also liked, they had a couple of cool shots where they showed them in the booth and then they did like a ramp shot to the, yeah, to the right. field. I thought that was, I think they, <laughs> I thought, I thought Fox did a good job of. So when I was at CBS, CBS, Sean McManus is the president of CBS sports and you know, obviously, uh, Jim McKay is his father. It was his late father, and so he has a long history in the business. But his, um, his own personal background is you know kind of growing up in a TV truck, and CBS they always have these bells and whistles, and it's some of that stuff is really cool. It feels like they try and show them off a little bit too often, if, if that's making any sense. Like like here's a here's a camera from a drone, and here's the you know it's like uh, okay and. And they have, they use all kinds of bells and whistles that they don't really necessarily need. And it, it feels a little forced, but it does look very pretty. I thought Fox, for the first time in, in my memory, uh, I thought they did a really good job of showing off without trying to show off. I thought it was just a really good, clean broadcast. Uh, right down to Olsen being critical over the game deciding call, where... You know, I think we all admit like that's a penalty, but do you call it right there? That's that's the that's the only only part. He was on he was on that really early too, yeah. and I appreciated that. And you know what the problem with having the the referee expert 
And uh, why am I blanking on his name? Pereira. Pereira is the best at it. Okay, he's great. He's great on camera. He's he's great. The problem is a guy like that's never going to admit to the notion that you don't throw a flag in a certain situation. Like I don't think Pereira could admit that. Because as a referee, you throw a flag when you see a penalty, and that's so. There was a little bit of a, a disagreement there. Pereira says that's a penalty, and Olson's saying, "Okay, but throwing it right here at this moment is it? That's a tough one." Which is exactly what I said last week, or the last two weeks over the Bengals penalty. The difference and why I thought that penalty was more egregious than this one. For this one, I probably would have called a penalty. Because I don't know if was it was Juju was it Juju? Yep. I don't I don't know if Juju could have made that catch. I I do believe that Mahomes threw it there just because he saw the hold. Um I don't know if Juju could have made that catch, but it actually affected a play. And if the play was completed, it would have been not only a first down, but potentially a touchdown. As opposed to the Bengals deal, which was similarly, hey, you've let just like this game, you've let a bunch of things go. Why call a penalty there when it didn't even affect the play? Like the play was over. Am I making sense there? Yeah, that's a, that's a distinction too. I think that I would make. I, both plays handed the Chiefs their respective games. Um, I mean, who knows what Jalen Hurst does with what eighty seconds left on the clock, down three. I, I'll tell you, everybody wanted to see it. I mean, that would have been that would have been the ultimate, whether he did it or not. Um, and that's what's kind of that's why you feel ripped off. It it made a potential like um, you know best drive in the history of Super Bowls. It just took away that moment, and that's why I think everyone just feels ripped off. It was a what, what Neil Neal a couple times field goal. Ugh. Uh, so in totality, it was a really good competitive game, right? Like, did yes. anybody feel, nope. I didn't feel robbed by it in any way. Felt like I watched a really good game and a little bit, like I said, I mean, in my prediction, which was like, I have, I, I may have even over, uh, built up the Eagles to be better than they were. They were still very good. Uh, but I, I, the, the, the chiefs were about their equal and they had a better quarterback and Mahomes just finds a way. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let's get to what the fox says. And now. <laughs> what does the fox say? Um, here's Troy Aikman on the Dan Patrick Show talking about the holding call. All right, let's get to the holding call that was called on James Bradbury. Uh, we've had athletes who've joined us, current, former, and you guys just want a consistent game called. Like, you know right. what, what's going to be called and what's not going to be called. And then that one kind of came out of nowhere. There were no holding calls in that game. And then all of a sudden, we have that. Do you have any problem with that call? Uh, well, it was interesting because when, when, when Fox replayed it and then Mike Pereira got on, initially when they, when they replayed it, I didn't think they went to the start of really kind of where the hold that was called took place. Yep. So I agreed with Mike saying, hey, if you go back and you show it sooner in the route, and then they showed it, and I just didn't see, I didn't see what I thought I saw initially. Now I, I will say I don't I don't think and and I don't think there was a great look at it. I think there was one angle. I didn't I didn't see a good good look at a at a at a real hole for that moment in the game. So I I personally didn't like the call. I don't know though, Dan, if you say, hey, you can't make that call at that point in the game. I I, I don't know that I agree with with that premise because I think holding is holding, and that's what the official's job is. You have to be willing to make a call if, in fact, it happened. But from what I could tell and what I saw, I didn't think there was enough there for to basically give this – not give, but to basically hand the Super Bowl over to Kansas City. The game was over at that point. I, I didn't feel like there was – to me, it had to be pretty egregious to where there was just no doubt. And I think the fact that we're sitting here having this conversation, and I'm sure people are all across the country – probably tells you there wasn't quite enough there. 
I I I think I I pretty much agree. Right? I think I pretty much agree. So um yeah, I I I agree there. Okay. So uh, the only thing that Troy said there that was a little different was he didn't think it had anything to do with time score in that situation. But the the point was it was a little, he actually did without, you know, he's like, it's got to be egregious, which was my point last week or two weeks ago with the Bengals deal. Got to be egregious. Here's Colin Cowherd on the Eagles defense. I asked a question. Are we sure their defense is great or did it end up looking great because it carved up awful NFC quarterbacks? The answer is yes. It's not that good of a defense. Mahomes had one incompletion in the entire second half, and it was a throwaway. It looked like summer seven-on-seven drills. He scored on every second-half possession. That vaunted Eagles D-line, and I questioned it last week, record for sacks, had none. Bagel, goose egg, none. Philadelphia faced 20 quarterbacks since week five. None were pro bowlers. Mahomes owned them. The only reason we thought Philadelphia was better in this game is because Mahomes was never on the field in the first half. The minute he was, it was a mismatch. One incompletion in an entire second half of a Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes only had the ball for 24 minutes. And he scored 38 points. Well, there's a bunch to it. First thing is, I agree with him. And this is, we do this, uh, I I do this in, in, when I cover basketball. And when I do it when we talk about college football is, it's really hard to compare raw stats against other teams' raw stats when, um, when the level of competition is not the same. So, so Colin makes a great point and it honestly is the point that I'd made all season long and now everybody's come back around to it, right? which is, it's a completely different thing when you're facing the best, right? It's completely different. Um, and it's one of the reasons that the, I, I think the Niners told us as, as, as much. So it's not that their defense is a complete fraud, but you're not the best defense in foot. You, you can't say they're the best defense in football when of the best offenses and the best quarterbacks, you didn't face them with the exception of Aaron Rodgers. And they weren't a good team this year. I have 17 games to prove as such. So he's right. It's just, it's a, it's a good buyer beware in the future. And a lot of this is, you know, college football, when you play those rummies during the year or college basketball, like everything changes when you play against real dudes. What does the fuck say? Who's annoying today, Jason Stewart? And now, it's your annoying. Doug, I'm going to start off with somebody who's been on this uh, on this list in this segment at least three times in the last uh, six weeks. Tyreek Hill, live tweeting during the game. Um, and then he got a lot of attention for his tweet that said that Mahomes and Kelsey are the best to ever do it. Okay, cool. They're the best that ever do it, and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. 
why are you live tweeting and not playing on that Chiefs Super Bowl team? Like, I'm I'm not going to let this guy off the hook, and we shouldn't either. He chose to leave that team because he wasn't getting enough looks. No, he chose to leave that it, team. It had nothing to do with nothing getting enough looks. It had everything to do with it. He admitted no, it, it to Shannon Sharp. No, it didn't. It had nothing to do with that. No, it didn't. That's bullshit. It had to do with money. He couldn't get them. He went. They wouldn't give him the money that he got in Miami. That's the only reason. Wait, a, a week ago, I said on this show that Tyreek Hill was complaining about getting depleted in the Pro Bowl. And I'm like, you know, a good way not to get depleted in the Pro Bowl is to be in the Super Bowl with the right. team that you left because you weren't getting enough looks. <laughs> but so, that's not why he left. I mean, he admitted to Shannon Sharp as much. No, that's that's what he said to Shannon Sharp, but that's not accurate. I mean, it has nothing. To, it's It's inaccurate in every way. Okay. I'm just I'm just telling you, like, going and we talked about it on the show, you know, back when he originally said it, which was like, dude, you had more targets than anybody in the NFL. You got more this year, you got 170, which is more than 159 you got the year before. But like, you know, I mean, he got the ball plenty. Plenty. Oh, so what you're saying is that he he said it, but he doesn't believe it. Correct. It was about money. Oh, I got Correct. You. Okay. Correct, because nobody's, nobody's ever allowed to say, like, Outside of, I think Zach Greinke is like the only one to ever go like, no, oh, it's about the money. You know, I, they they offered me a certain amount. That was that was their top dollar, and you know, I could get more money elsewhere. You know, it's AJ Brown. AJ Brown. You know, the he he they'll say like, well, it's about respect. Like, all right, like however you want to, however whatever makes you feel good at night. But the truth is that AJ Brown left because well, he got way more money in Philadelphia. You know, he didn't want to sign for what Tennessee wanted to sign for. Same thing with Tyreek Hill. Okay, he's still annoying to me. Okay, no, I, I, I actually like the the tweeting mid game, but <laughs> I, I do. I'm, I'm actually on the opposite side of it. I, I like it. How about you those? know, like you you get to feel somebody's real emotions, whether it's real or what you're putting out on Twitter. But the idea that you're watching a team you very well could be on and win another championship, I want to know what somebody's feeling. I think that's awesome. How about those who uh, were offended on Twitter by this? But also, of course, two African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl for the first time. Fittingly, February 12th is Abe Lincoln's birthday. Here we go with the highlights in case you... So the, uh, the woke mob had a, had a big um, to-do about this, uh, putting these two things in the same sentence, like one has to do with the other. Um, I, I'm not black, so I can't speak to... Um, to anyone's feelings on Abe Lincoln. But I do think it's odd that Chris Berman, who, what, he's like 70-plus years old, old white dude who tried to do something that was kind of like fitting in his eyes. You know, this is Abe Lincoln, freed the slaves, was good to black people, and then we have two blacks in the in the Super Bowl. Uh, completely harmless, but and he's an old white guy. I don't think he deserved the amount of negativity that people gave that soundbite. Um, I would agree with you. I, I don't, I mean, Boomer doesn't have, by my estimation, a bad bone in his body. You know, I, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I, I don't like Boomer. Um, what, what's his name? Um, um, so Chris Berman goes by Boomer, obviously. 
he he must have written that. It is, in fact, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. They are, in fact, two black quarterbacks. It is, in fact, the first time two black quarterbacks have started in the Super Bowl. And by the way, both are really good. And I don't know. Like, I, why do we have to find the offense in everything? That That's my question. Right. It's an innocuous kind of comment. And did he have to relay the two? Like, no. But was it actually Abe Lincoln's birthday? Yes. Did Abraham Lincoln actually sign the uh, Emancipation Proclamation? He did. He did. These things actually did happen. So, I, yeah, I, I, I also think it's annoying that people are offended by it. To let, raise it to the level of, can you believe that Chris Berman did it? Like, who's offended by that? You know, Most people are annoying. You know what's also annoying is that um, this game was really hard to call. No one really knew anything about this game. The more you heard people break it down and stuff, you got the feeling that, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, unless you're Nate Burleson. Nate Burleson, this guy, uh, we ran into him last week, maybe the most charismatic person alive. He has two really big jobs, and he also did this last week. If I had to bet on one man, I would bet on Andy Reid. I do believe he is going to coach his best game that we've ever seen. It will be creative. It will be fun. It will be explosive. I have the Chiefs winning this 38-35. First wow. one, Nate, you that's pretty good. Be the MVP. Pretty good. <laughs> that's annoying that you can nail – that aspect, the exact score of the they Super work game. and they were creative. They even did that ring around the rosy play, which I felt like was kind of a weird time to break that one out there. Also, the a bell that's really annoying in my ear. What was that all about? Did you hear that? That's Wait, John. That's John. You're talking about you're talking about, you're talking about John, John, annoying sounds that people play. Yeah, listen. To, I mean, if let's I not ask, let's man, not ask Buyer. He doesn't. Buyer really, doesn't like some of your I drops. I believe just, he is going to coach his best game I've ever seen. That's loud. It will be creative. It will be fun. It will be explosive. I have the Chiefs winning this third. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that was some sounds like a nautic, like uh, a uh, submarine uh, who, submerging or somewhere. Who else? Who else we got? We no, got that's who, it. Nate Burleson's annoying for being so uh, good looking, charismatic, and he nailed the Super Bowl. Um, the the woke mob for Chris Berman and Tyree Kill. Those are your three nominations. Uh, I think it's easy. I think it's the the people who are want to be offended by, um, who want to be offended by Chris Berman, right? You want to be offended by Chris Berman? Like, okay, sure. Uh, you're you're annoying. Well, we do have time for because we can. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. So Jason didn't uh, wait. I Travis Kelsey and um, I'm I'm the worst by the way because Pat Kelsey, different spelling, is a basketball coach and a friend of mine at College of Charleston, right? So there's Travis Kelsey and then what's the Kelsey who's the Jason Eagles, Jason Kelsey and Jason is they're both funny. Jason is really really funny, but like Travis is, I mean he tries to be a WWE character. And apparently nobody believed in the Chiefs. But what was it Nobody. that Jason said to? What was it that Jason yeah. said to? Uh, Jason? After the game, I, yeah. And I don't know why no microphones caught this, or if they did, I I haven't seen it. Uh, Jason Kelsey to brother Travis, who just won the Super Bowl. Fuck you! Congratulations. It's perfect, right? <laughs> it's a lot like when uh, Larry Bird and and Michael Jordan, right? From that 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 favorite scene, that 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 favorite scene is, uh, or that scene from uh, Last Dance. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. 
All right, our pick of the day comes from college basketball. Over the weekend, Texas Tech continued to show at least some signs of life as they dominated Kansas State at home. Uh, They've actually won three of their last five games. One of the losses was a three-point loss to Oklahoma State, the hottest team in the Big 12. Texas comes calling. And, of course, Texas at the start of the year was coached by Chris Beard. He got fired because of an off-the-court incident. Um, So now Texas comes in ranked number six in the country, and they're a four-point favorite taking on Texas Tech. I, I just I know that I was I know that Texas Tech beat Iowa State at home. I know they beat K State at home, and they only lost to Texas by two on the road. Um, and you know they've been playing everybody close, with the exception of Baylor at home. Uh, that said, I like Texas. I like Texas big. Longhorns have figured out a lot of stuff, with the exception of you know how to play at Kansas. They too beat Kansas State only on the road. Uh, I like Texas to go in and get a big victory despite being a four-point favorite. Take Texas. That's the pick. Three, two, one. That's it for the podcast. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Check out the radio show tomorrow starting at 3 Eastern, noon Pacific. This is in the bonus. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's out there? is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.